Hey guys, welcome to Gypsy Radio, where we talk all about how to live your best, most authentic life. In today's episode, we are talking about how to live a life of no regrets. Now, this actually came from a YouTube video that I recently watched where they were interviewing a few different people that were over a hundred years old. And they had these conversations with them about what were their best memories and if there were any regrets that they had in their life. I will leave a link to this video in the show notes page because I think this is a video that everyone should watch. It was one of the most beautiful videos I've seen in a long time and the things that they talked about and the advice that they gave was life-changing for me. So the very first thing that caught my attention was when one of them said, I think I've done all that I wanted to do. Now that kind of hit me because I was thinking about all of these things that I still want to do and things that I've written down, goals that I've set, intentions of what it is I want to do, But how often do we really take action on these things that we say that we want to do? And what are we doing today to get us closer to achieving these things that we say that we're wanting to do? So hearing them talk about how I think I've done all that I wanted to do was so refreshing. And it just kind of reminded me to do what I can right now to get myself closer to accomplishing these goals that I set for myself. Another thing that I love that they said was, you keep going. It's only a number. 101 is only a number. You live for the day. And I thought this was just so beautiful because even at 101, 103, to them, that is just a number. It doesn't define who they are, what they're doing, or any limitations that they may have. And I love how he said, you live for the day. It's just a beautiful reminder that when you wake up every morning, you have a chance to start over and do what it is you want to do with that day. Make the most of that day. And I think a lot of times we stress ourselves out worrying about the future. And these people did not think about all of these things that haven't happened yet. They live for that day. So that is a reminder to me. And I hope to you as well to relieve a little bit of that stress of the future and try to focus more on being present where you are at this very moment. Okay, so next was when one of them said that, she said, I have beautiful memories. Now, that might not mean a whole lot to a lot of people, but it hit me because what it made me think of was when we are you know, towards the end of our life and we think back to what our memories are of the life that we lived. And a lot of these people had photo albums and and photos of their families and their friends and all the good times that they had together. And it made me think about where we're at in our world today. I mean, when was the last time that you put a photo album together with your family or even looked through an old photo album of yourself, of photos when you were a kid? So I think that, 
you know, the world that we live in today, everything is online and we're Snapchatting all the time or we're on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all these different online platforms. And we are taking photos and creating those memories, but we're uploading them to a platform that probably won't be there when we're 101 or 103. So what are we going to have left to look back on, to flip through with our family, with our kids, with our grandkids, with our great grandkids? So her saying that she had beautiful memories and thinking about all of these, um, you know, looking through these photos that she had made me think about how I want to take more photos and put them together in a photo album that I can flip through with my kids, grandkids, and great grandkids when I'm older. So I want to encourage you guys and myself included to when you're taking photos, rather than just focusing on uploading them to an online platform, print them out, put them in a photo album, create a photo album with your family and and make that something that you guys do together and make it a point to look through those photo albums like once a year. So that these beautiful memories that you are making are not lost on social media that will probably not be there, you know, 40, 50 years from now. Okay, so this next one, she said, I have always been lucky. I've never been unlucky. And this woman later goes on to talk about how she had twins and shortly after lost those twins. For her to to have gone through what she's gone through and still consider herself to have always been lucky and have never been unlucky, that to me, what that spoke to me was her perspective of things that have happened in her life. She wasn't focused on why did this happen to me? Why are all these bad things happening in my life? She was focused on the good things, the beautiful things, the, the wonderful memories that she has. So her focus was placed on the good rather than the negative, the bad things that have happened. And and even then, I wonder if the things that we consider to be bad, you know, quote unquote bad, if she saw them that way or if she saw them as just another form of a blessing in some way, right? Now, I'm not saying the loss of her, her twins was a blessing, but I'm saying that she chose to view it in a different way than most of us would today, right? And one of the things that I, I love that she says is that, you know, time allows you to heal from things and then you move on because life keeps going. So the next time that I'm faced with a difficulty, I know that that is something that's going to pop into my head is, you know, as hard as this may be right now, time will heal this life moves on and we keep going. Another thing that I love that she said was that everything makes her happy. She said, I love talking to people. I like doing things. I like going out shopping. Everything makes me happy. Now, I love this because when you think about what these people have seen and gone through, horrific things that we ourselves have not been through, And for her to say that everything makes her happy, again, just kind of goes back to how she views her life, how she chooses to see the things that go on in her life. And the fact that she can sit there and just say, everything makes me happy. I love it because 
it just reminds me to, again, focus on the good things in our life and choose to go through these things in a positive manner, in a a joyful manner. So what this did to me was it made me think about the next time that I find myself complaining about something to shift my focus to a joyful attitude towards it. How can I be more joyful about this? How can I go through this in a way that I feel like everything makes me happy and, and find that laughter in the moment, find joy, find peace, find love, you know, all those good emotions. How do I shift this negative state that I'm in into a positive one? How can I become more positive about this and not complain about it, but embrace it in a new way? So I don't know about you guys, but I know I do my fair share of complaining about things. And sometimes I don't even realize that I'm complaining about something until my husband points out that I'm being a negative Nancy. And then I'm like, okay, I need to check myself and get myself in a better state because this is not where I want to be. This isn't who I want to be. So I love that she said everything makes her happy. It just kind of made me think that, you know, that's how I want to go through life. I want to go through life where I can say everything makes me happy. Okay, so the next point is that one of them said that I've done practically everything that I ever wanted to do in the past. Now, that's how I want to look back on my life. When I am a 100 years old, if I make it that far, I want to be able to look back and say, I've done practically everything that I ever wanted to do in the past. And I know that that's not going to happen unless I start taking action today. Where I'm at in my life right now, start taking action, moving forward on these dreams and goals that I've set for myself and start making things happen so that when I get to the end of my life, I'm not looking back at my life with all of these regrets of things that I wished I had done that I never did because I was too scared or you know, just wasted too much time or, or waited for that perfect opportunity, the perfect moment to begin. I don't want to look back and feel like I wasted my life. So what I'm choosing to do today is to just begin, start moving forward towards those things that I want to do. So another thing is she said, I can live happily ever after because of my lovely memories. And I love that because what that makes me think of is she's looking back at her past as a wonderful, beautiful memory. And she's not feeling a loss because she no longer has these things or people in her life anymore. So where sometimes we tend to focus on what we don't have, she's choosing to focus on what she has had and what a beautiful experience that was for her. So she, again, is not focused on the sadness of not having this anymore, but she is choosing to see it through the lens of joy because she got to experience those things, because she got to have these beautiful people in her life that even though they no longer are in her life anymore, she got to experience this life with them. She got to have them in her life at one point, and she looks back at that as a beautiful memory. So what this makes me think about is the whole um, love and lost thing, right? Like better to have loved and lost than to never have loved at all. And a lot of people will argue that, no, it's not better to have love and lost. I would rather have not lost them at all. But sometimes life throws you curveballs and you have no control over 
what happens and you have to just either accept it and move on and you can either move on in a angry and you know negative state or you can move on and say you know what this may no longer be in my life but it was a season of life that i experienced and while i was experiencing it it was beautiful and it was wonderful and i'm grateful for it and just look forward to this season that you're in right now and fully embrace it and fully embrace every person that is in your life right now so what this made me think of is to stop thinking about what i've lost and be grateful for it instead be grateful that it happened and now shift my focus to this present moment and how i can make the most of it right now okay now here is a big one for me one of the men on the interview said serving during the war was an adventure more than a penalty now i know a lot of people today that would say you know going through something like that like the wars that these men saw as you know why am i the one doing this why do i have to be here why am i going through this why is this happening to me and how he chose to see serving during the war was as an adventure rather than a penalty and i love that like again it's how they choose to see what they go through right it's how they're they're choosing to go through the life seeing things in a positive way they they seek out the positive rather than sulking in the negative now i mean i'm guilty of this too you guys so this is why i'm i'm doing this podcast because this video hit me like a ton of bricks and it just really kind of shook me out of you know where we're at today and how we view things today and it made me want to see things the way that these people chose to see things that happened in their lives back then they are positive happy people and even though they did not go through the easiest of times they still came out of it and viewed it as a blessing another thing that i noticed was um one of the things that the woman spoke of was she said we always had fresh food straight from the garden into the pan and onto our plates and this kind of made me think about what my husband and i are um, trying to do where if you listen to the previous episode we are wanting to get some land and build a tiny house and live off grid now with living off grid we do plan on um, having a small farm and growing our own vegetables and just kind of going back to the more simple times right and when she said that she grew up like this with always always had fresh food straight from the garden into the pan and onto the plate it made me think of what it is that my husband and i are trying to do for our family and you know get back to nature get back to a healthier way of living we have grown so accustomed to this you know microwave society of having things right when we want them and that is why i believe that places like mcdonald's and all these other fast food chains are so incredibly financially successful because we are that microwave society that you know would rather go through a drive-through and get things right now than to invest you know an hour or two in prepping and cooking and you know making dinner making things from scratch which is healthier for us but we just you know we think that we don't have the time to 
sit over a stove for 30 minutes to an hour or more. We don't have the time to grow our own veggies. We don't have the time to bake our own bread. And so what I want to encourage us to all do is to get back to, you know, owning our time again and making time for the things that matter most to us. Now, for me and my husband, that is living a healthier lifestyle and raising our kids with a healthier lifestyle. So that means no fast food chains all the time. Like I'm not saying never go to a fast food chain, but don't live off of that. Don't make that a regular part of your week where you're going, you know, two, three, four times a week to some fast food place. So I want to encourage you guys to think about how you can live a healthier lifestyle, especially if you have kids and how you can, you know, raise your kids and teach your kids about living healthier. I know my kids love when I make homemade bread. They love helping with the process. They love kneading the the dough. And when that bread is done baking in the oven and it comes out, I mean, you can smell it throughout the entire house. And when that bread is done, everyone is in the kitchen because (laughs) they want a piece of that bread. And I love that. I love that that's another way that we kind of bring our family together naturally, right? I'm not sitting there nagging at the kids, telling them to come downstairs and, you know, let's slice this bread and have this bread together. No, they naturally start coming down the stairs. They smell that bread. They want a piece of the bread. And that it just encourages this, you know, family gathering that we don't plan. It just happens. And I love that. And so I want to create more of those moments in my own life with my own family. So one of the things that this video reminded me of was to focus more on what I can do right now to create that lifestyle. So we're already baking our own bread, but my husband and I um, have been talking about starting our own little veggie garden in the back. So I think I'm going to move forward with that and just find more and more ways that I can do things um, the slower way, the simpler way, and just kind of getting back to nature and living that slower life. Okay, so another thing that I really loved about this video is when one of the guys said, I don't have many failures. If I'm making a cake and it fails, it becomes pudding. And I just could not help but smile when I heard him say that because how many times do we think, okay, we failed at this and we just give up, right? And back then, like that wasn't even a thing. Giving up was not even a thing. They figured out how to turn what was a quote unquote failure into a success. And I love how he said that. Like if he's making a cake and it fails, it becomes pudding. So again, still a success, right? Not a failure. And I, for me, that made me think of, okay, what other, what things are going on in my life that I, I try to do and I feel like I've failed. So I just give up and I, you know, don't do it anymore. Or I just, scrap that idea and I try to figure out something new. And going back to this podcast, I'm not stressing out over the numbers. I would love for this podcast to reach thousands of people and have thousands of subscribers, but I'm not going to feel like a failure if I have one or two or even zero subscribers. If I'm the only one listening to this podcast, it's still going to feel like a success to me because I'm doing what I love to do and I'm not focused on what 
iTunes or Facebook or Instagram considers to be a successful podcast. So I don't know about you guys, but I love this and I'm taking it with me every single day and thinking about when I come up against something that feels like I failed, I'm going to remind myself this is not a failure and figure out how to turn this into a success. Okay, so another thing that she talks about is um, she said, my marriage was absolutely heavenly. We did have problems, but we got through them. I think nowadays people give up too easily. Now, this is probably going to get some um, backlash from some people, but I'm going to speak my mind. I'm going to speak my, my own opinions here. Um, but I think she's right. And, and, you know, back then divorce was not a thing. They figured out how to work through their problems, no matter what. And back then when they could not get divorced, it wasn't even a legal thing to get divorced. They were forced to work through their problems. Now there are some people, um, that, you know, were in this, in this interview that did have those problems. And what he said was that they got through them. You know, and that nowadays he thinks that people give up too easily and I agree with him. Now, I'm not saying if you're with, you know, someone who's abusive, then you should just stick it out and try to figure things out and work things out. I'm not saying that at all. What I am saying is that we need to take a step back when we are acting out of, you know, anger or frustration. We need to like just take a step back, pause, breathe really think about things before we make a decision. I think a lot of times we make decisions out of anger or frustration and we're not thinking clearly. So I want to encourage myself and all of you guys listening to, even not just in marriage, but anything that comes up in your life that feels hard or feels like you want to give up, to really think about it before you let it go and figure out if there is a way to work through this problem and not give up so easily. And again, like I said, I'll probably be getting some backlash for that, but I had to speak my mind on that one. It kind of reminds me of this thing that um, Dita Von T said, that you can be the sweetest peach and there's still going to be someone out there that doesn't like peaches. <laughs> and it's true. You're not always going to please everybody. All right, so moving on. Another thing that one of the guys said was, I'm always optimistic and she was always pessimistic. So we got on very well together. And he laughs about this as he's saying it. And I love it because that's another thing that I myself have thought of, you know, when we are in a relationship and we think, oh, like this person is just so opposite of me. How is this ever going to work? Right. When you first fall in love, everything is beautiful. Everything is wonderful. And all of the the things that that other person does, you don't see it as annoying or negative or, you know, like some negative traits that they have. You adore it. You find it absolutely adorable. And as you spend more and more time together and the years go by, the very things that you once loved about that person end up being the things that annoy the bejesus out of you today. And I know that with my own husband. One of the things that I used to love about him was how carefree he was and how playful he was and how silly he was. And 
nowadays, <laughs> sometimes I'm just like, God, you act like you're eight years old. And, you know, he hasn't changed. That was his personality when I met him. But when I met him, I found that adorable. And now I'm like, oh, can you just be a little more serious, please? So what that made me think of was when I start feeling annoyed by some of those things, to think back about how I felt about those things in the beginning and bring myself back to that place of admiration and adoration for my husband's little quirks and things that I might find annoying, but <laughs> trying to see them as not annoying and how I used to view them. And you know, even he says that about us too, that there's that balance between us because he is really good at saying everything's going to be fine. Like he's very chill about things, right? When problems arise, he is super chill about them. And he's just like, everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to work out. It's all good. And I'm the one that tends to let my mind run wild. And I will think about something and go, okay, well, if this doesn't go right, then that's going to lead to this happening. And if that happens, then this is going to happen. And I just kind of, you know, go down the rabbit hole of all these things that could possibly happen if this one thing doesn't go right. And he's really good at bringing me back down to earth and saying, hey, it's going to be fine. Like everything's cool right now. Yes, this is a problem, but we're going to work through it. We're going to get through it and everything will be fine. So he is that really good balance to me that it just made me think of that when he said, you know, he's always optimistic and his wife was always pessimistic. So they got on very well together. That's definitely me and my husband. He's a great balance to my crazy wild mind that tends to run free a lot. <laughs> okay. So the next thing is, um, she said the finest remedy for all illness is to be happy. Now I know that Happiness is something that we all seem to be searching for all the time. And one of the things that I loved about when she said that was it made me think back then they didn't constantly seek happiness. They just were happy. They chose to be happy. It's not that they didn't have any problems back then. They had a lot of stuff going on back then that we do not have going on in this world. Like, yes, we have our own problems today, but you think about the things that they went through and that they saw, especially during the war. And they still, they chose to be happy. They chose to not let those things bring them down and make them want to give up on life, but they chose to be happy. And I love that she said the finest remedy for all illness is to be happy. Now, these people are over a hundred years old. So if what they're saying that got them to this, this point and they still look they don't look like they're over a hundred. They don't act like they're over a hundred. And if what they credit to that is, is being happy and choosing to be happy, then that to me, makes me think about, okay, if I want to live that long, fulfilling, you know, content life, I need to choose to be happy no matter what comes up in my life today. And I know it's easier said than done, but that's part of the process, right? When we have kind of like conditioned ourselves to react in a certain way when certain things happen, it's going to be hard to break those habits of automatically going into worry mode or stress mode or frustration mode, right? We're, we're going to have to take a step back and be like, okay, 
this is not how I want to react to this. This isn't how I want to go throughout my day. How can I shift my attitude to be happy today? All right, you guys, so there's three more points that I got from this video, and I'm just going to try to run through them really quickly because I don't want this podcast episode to be over 30 minutes long. So the next thing that I loved about the video was when um, he said, be as independent as you can, but don't be reluctant to ask for help when you need it. I am definitely guilty of this. I have that like super mom mentality that I should be able to do all of this on my own and I can do it and I don't need help. But when I have gotten help, it's a lot easier to get through my day when I admit that I need help and not yelling at my family and saying, oh, you guys never do anything around here. I do everything. You make the messes and I clean it up. And, you know, people aren't going to know that you need help unless you ask for it. So let go of that ego. Let go of that, you know, super mom, superwoman mentality or or superman if there are guys listening to the podcast and admit when you need help and don't be ashamed to ask for it. Okay, so the next thing is behave well with others, show them respect and help them as much as you possibly can. Okay, when I heard this, I was like, we definitely are not living in that world today. I mean, especially with social media, there are so many people lashing out at other people through Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, and there is so much hate being thrown back and forth between people. We definitely are not showing each other respect and helping people as much as we possibly can. Like, yeah, we might be helping some people, and I'm not saying that everyone is, you know, talking bad about other people, but there is a lot of that going on in our world today. So. I choose to behave well with others, show them respect, and help them as much as I possibly can. And this is something that is going to stay with me and I'm going to think about throughout my day when I tend to feel like I need to bite my tongue, I'm going to think about, okay, how can I show this person respect and how can I help them as much as I possibly can? All right, so we're a little over the 30 minute mark, but I'm going to leave you with the very last thing that I took from this episode and it was when the only regret that I heard throughout this entire interview was when he said that he wasted a lot of his childhood on entertainment and I'm like hello like that's our kids today that's us today how much time do we spend on social media on the internet watching tv right? Netflix, binge watching our favorite shows, playing video games. Like our lives are on the internet right now, like the, you know, entertainment and all of these electronics that we are just consumed by. And when he, when I looked back at this video and the only regret that I heard from any of them was that he wasted a lot of his time on electronics Um, and back then it was a radio. Okay. They didn't even have like the computers and the TVs and all the stuff that we have now. It was a radio that he felt like he wasted too much of his time on. So it made me think about the world that we live in today. And do I want my kids to grow up and look back and say, God, I wasted my life on electronics. No, I want them to have beautiful memories. I want them to have memories of family and friends and vacations and 
just making the most of the life that they are given. And that's what I want to encourage you guys and myself to do. The The biggest takeaway take that I want you guys to have from this episode is to not waste the life that you've been given. Make the most of it. Make memories. Spend time with the people that you love. And try to pull back the amount of time that you spend on the internet. Because at the end of the day, at the end of your life, you're not going to look back and say, God, I'm so glad I spent all of those hours and days and weeks and months playing video games or on Facebook and scrolling through Instagram and seeing what my friends had for lunch that day. Like none of that's going to matter when we come to the end of our life. When we come to the end of our life, what we're going to remember are the moments that we spent with the people that we love. We're going to remember the vacations that we went on with our family. We're going to remember cooking with our kids and planting vegetables in the garden. We're going to remember cooking, you know, getting together and cooking with our family and with our friends. Those moments, the the people is what we're going to remember. And if we're not spending a lot of time with those people today, then think about what memories you're going to be left with when you're at the end of your life or the lack thereof, I should say. All right, you guys, I'm going to leave it at that. My voice is getting a little raspy from all of the talking that I've been doing. So I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. And if you did, I would so love for you to rate and review the podcast in iTunes so that we can help as many people as possible get out of overwhelm and start living a more peaceful life. Until next time, this is The Gypsy sending you so much love and I will see you guys next week.